The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before we get into the show, if you enjoy our podcasts and value what we do at the spinoff, please consider joining the spinoff members. All our mahi is made possible by our members, and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Totokomai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Play NZ's number one entertainment podcast. He said, well, how was your walk? I said, I went for a run. And he said, that's great. He said, you should run a little bit more often. I said, no! <laughs> From iHeartRadio, play ZM's Flesh, Vaughn and Hayley. Available everywhere. Play NZ's number one Got to say something funny to start the pod. Yeah, this is the problem. Jacob, you know about this if you listen. <laughs> well, it's been recording for a while. So. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. There's nothing we can't use okay. any of Can this. be used no. on the pod. <laughs> it's literally illegal, potentially. <laughs> Welcome to The Real Pod. We're real recapping Below Deck Down Under, Episode 5. I'm Jane Yee, joined by Alex Casey. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> and Duncan Grieve. Oi, oi. <laughs> We've also got uh, Jacob in Tiahe's chair today. Kia ora, Jacob. Kia ora, guys. Um, you haven't listened to The Real Pod before. I have not. We, there are hundreds, literally hundreds of episodes for you to catch up on. I feel ashamed. I feel <laughs> awful. Jacob, what do you think this podcast is? Well, I've been I've been told pre pre pod uh, that this is an expose on on all things uh, reality TV. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, something's fishy is the name. Oh, actually, no. Before we get to that, there's been a big announcement in Real Pod oh, World. What? Yeah, no, F Boy Island. No, not that wasn't oh, it. Oh, yes, can too. we talk about that? Yeah, go for it. So I, I think it's for boy island. <laughs> for boy. <laughs> so, so this is this show that it's a TVNZ reality based love show that they teased with a, a very funny um, clip of Siobhan Rukere in a spa uh, last year, and I honestly don't think they knew what the show was. Then they were like, "We're going to do something," mm. and uh, they just. I went to a TVNZ event on Wednesday where they announced. The uh, the name of it, which is, so it's apparently an HBO Max show that they've licensed called F Boy Island, and I had a uh, a person at Arrival Network call me and be like, pretty interesting that just as we go into the merger of RNZ and TVNZ, that the the state broadcasting is putting out a show called F Boy Island. I was like, that is interesting, but also I'm going to watch that yeah. interesting show. <laughs> Surely it's the responsibility of the state broadcaster to meet the needs and wants of the people, and this is the needs and wants of the people. The people need to know: Do nice guys finish last? 
<laughs> the age-old question and perhaps it will get answered with this series. I'm curious, though, you say that when uh, Siobhan did her, her little spa piece um, that you're, you think they didn't know what they were going to do because I totally got the vibe from that, that promo that it was going to be a new format, like their own yeah, format. Yeah, totally. So did they, like, go to the writer's room, couldn't figure it out, and then just go, let's just buy F-Boy Island? But this is my theory of it, and I'm sure that someone listening to this podcast, because we know the, the industry does, uh, actually knows the answer to that, and I'm sure that they'll vigorously dispute our characterization. But I'm going to leave what I want to believe until someone gives me incontrovertible evidence to the exactly contrary. That is exactly how you should do everything in life. But unfortunately, it is. Also, by all means, person who has the inside information, create a burner account. Send us a message. In touch. We've got a telephone. We're not very smart. We've got no way of figuring out who you are. How do they ring that telephone? It's crazy oh. that we've got a telephone. They ring it on the telephone number. That's which like is it's a half crown's worth of. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you you memorised a telephone number? I don't know what that telephone's number is. Is it what is it? Um, oh nine. Like is it? Yeah, Auckland? So it's just a number. It's not a, like oh eight hundred real pot is called. Sorry, not yet. Wow, that would be great. That would be. It'd be long, wouldn't it, it? It'd be really cool when we get people to ring up for when the facts change. <laughs> Which that's by a the different way, number. Oh, yeah. is relaunched. So oh. so get amongst that. I know there's a huge crossover with the uh, the factoids and the um and the cornies. So <laughs> that so. would be a great little sub corny group. Do you want to explain what the real pod corner is? Yeah, the real pod corner is our Facebook group where um. Fans of the podcast get together and chat online. Uh, it's revolutionary. It's the Face- only good place on the internet. It is the only good place on the internet. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. Get amongst it. Um, and unfortunately, there's no fan group as yet online for uh, for Bernard's podcast, When the Facts Change, which is a, an economics podcast and something you should be listening to. It's Bernard, really it's Bernard unpacks it. If you have no interest in the economy... Well, shame on you. You should because it's affecting everything's affecting you right now. Inflation, <laughs> wow. interest rates, falling house prices, Shit. government and politics, all of it. <laughs> government <laughs> and politics. It affects all of us. So, um, and, and, we should do a crossover episode. I have chills right now. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, though, Bernard uh, has a, has a, has a way of um, of unpacking it so that it's understandable, which is quite nice. It's very good. It's very like good podcast. Do you think Bernard's going to watch for Boy Island? Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> My favourite thing about Bernard is that I he goes. To, he goes. Contestant. He does these dance classes with his uh, with his lovely wife on. I think every Sunday. I'm going to cry. That's yeah, it's it's delightful. <laughs> with Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> Tall. So I suggested to him when I last spoke to him. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars 2023. <gasps> oh my wow. god! In fact, I might make it. Uh, Compulsory for him to apply. Can you apply? That would actually be an incredible bit of stunt casting because it would the, be great the, for the, the podcast. Ber- the Berniaks, anyway. uh, like they're not legion, but they are so passionate, and and I feel like it would be a huge, huge coup. Not only that, but they learned they've learned what to do with their money, so they can afford to spend a few bucks. Oh my god, they're texting in. To be honest, True. he would probably not advise them to. He <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. This is not financial advice, but do not do that. Okay, the big news that I wanted to talk about, um, <laughs> close to my heart. He hasn't even done it yet. <laughs> it's old news now by the time you've heard this, but uh, Zach and Erin Zeran have had a baby. Oh. It is probably the cutest freshie I have ever seen in my life. What's it called? That's the funny thing. It's a week old. No name yet. 
Oh, yeah. It's a little boy. It's a, it's a long taste, you it's know. For a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not, Alex. Hopefully well, not. Well, it takes a while to... As in fresh boy. <laughs> they fresh have, boy they have um, unlike them, they've been putting it out to the internet. Oh, what should we call them? And I just really want everyone to flood the suggestions Erin. It makes perfect sense. Mm. They really need to think about their brand I think, as a family. Yeah, but I think that they should um, try and find a great product partner and and name him like like a like Michael the ultimate Hill. sponsored integration, like Rick's owner, for example. Well, seems like a lovely name. Or like what Aunt Matilda did with Milo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Jane. Did um, you pre-cook that or was that a was no, that a freshie? That was that was a, that was a freshie, not as cute as, as Zach and Erin's freshie, but a freshie nonetheless. Um, from freshies to fishies, episode five of Below Deck Down Under. We start off with a, a night out. Britini, yeah, every time. Britini, Britini, like Lamborghini. Sushimi. Uh, <laughs> Sushimi. <laughs> not for, not for, what's the name? No raw fish. No. Jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're swimming with them. Okay. <laughs> Bratina gets the helmet for being a bit useless. I feel this was unfair. Totally unfair. unfair. It, was, it was a great... It's everyday sexism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the deck crew were crap. Must be the woman's fault. The bosun, obviously. Like, yes. Uh, she's the only one who's like... Getting it done. And I think even, you know, in last week's episode, they talked about the fact that Jamie wasn't leading them. So Cap came down, schooled them a bit, Mm. and they were like, well, what Jamie told us to do is just hang around chatting. Mm. Yeah. Just because she was the one that got got caught. What are those big blowy-uppy things that you put on? Fenders. Fenders. Just because he caught her vacuuming those up or whatever. Um, anyway, this is. I, I didn't think for one second that we would have a return of the uh, the Dom versus what's her, what's her name? From oh my God, just, just who? Oh so Dom. Dominica. Oh, what's it? What was the other? Well, I've forgotten. Olivia. Liv. Olivia. When they had their big fracker at the dinner table over <laughs> over Dom's hey, loud, loud loud tone, we see this revisited with uh, with Sheffy. Sheffy. Yeah. Chef Ryan. Is he talking loud or is he shouting? <laughs> I feel like Sheffy is um, is like because because Dom was really sympathetic and 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 quite compelling when she made the case for herself, but. I just don't have feel the same sympathy and warmth mm. towards Sheffy. No. Sheffy <laughs> is doing a lot of heavy lifting, though, in terms of my well, feelings towards him. Well, the, without him, the show is just completely burnt. Mm. Like, okay. it's, they've done too much nice casting. We've, we talked about this. So last week I felt was a bit of a flat episode, and then this week again. Oh. It's just not enough drama. Oh, I liked it. Because I, li- I love it when we get a tacky rich guest. Oh, I mean, oh I love, he's a gorgeous yeah, I love guest. The guest. Wearing the shortest robe <laughs> ever made. That was like a, what's that? Um, Divine Man. Immaculate Man. Oh, yeah. Divine Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I, I think the problem here is that we don't have enough ego in either the bosun or mm. the uh I feel the like you could have done a, an ergo there. Like, ergo, not enough ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, could, could it go, goes well with your fracker. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know where that, I don't even know I knew that word. <laughs> Did I use it right? Yeah, you crushed it. Great, that. thank you. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I think, I'm, 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 I like, I love 
Aisha. I love her. And mm. I think she's a fantastic chief stew if I were to be working on a boat. And I think that she is a fantastic second um, if Hannah's in charge. Mm. But I just miss Hannah because of how bad she is at her job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you the, need someone. Particularly who's... with the managing of people side of things. You need someone on there who resents absolutely everyone around oh, them. Absolutely. <laughs> and I guess we've got Sheffy. Yeah. But, but, but Sheffy needs someone to go to war with, mm. and we've got a lovely man captain, we've got a lovely chief stew, and we've got a, a bosun who basically is, like, trying to say no words on, on <laughs> yes. camera. Yes. And it's like, where, where's the war coming from? Another problem, too many people in relationships. Oh, yes. Aisha, massively. Magda, yeah. Magda, who, like, you know, that's yeah. the whatever... The Polish, the Latina. Latina. Polish. Latina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, he's not, Sheffy's not changing his tone for anyone. Uh, so just a season of shouting for us, which is nice. I don't feel like he was shouting that much, honestly. Could, could they do like a below deck all stars where they just got like Danny and, and, and Sheffy mm. and like just put all of the most like hectic personalities on one boat and just be like, have at it. Can I think multiple chefies. Get that nacho, <laughs> that nacho yeah, yeah. chefie back. <laughs> <laughs> and what about spiky-haired English chefie? <laughs> I love it. I love ben. Ben. He's one of my faves. My favourite fave, <gasps> for real, is Kiko. Top chef, but on a boat with all Below the chefies. Yes. Top chef. Just a boat Master full of galleys. Master <laughs> 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 oh, is this podcast for anyone but us? Aisha <laughs> was, uh, I really related to her when she was like, even on my fattest day, I wouldn't order a garden salad. I would never order a garden salad at a restaurant. Not only that, I, w- I barely, I only ever order vegetables for show. <laughs> <laughs> Not for go? Not for go, just for show. Who are you trying to impress, Jane? <laughs> well, you know, I just don't want people to think badly of me that all I want is the yellow food, mm. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, yeah, broccolini, sure. <laughs> Pratini, broccolini, martini. Thank you. <laughs> Needed another one to add to the list. Um, anyway, Ryan shares about his dad, um, and then which we, we've heard about before, but this is where we discover that Toomey lost her dad in the most <gasps> crazy way. He was hijacked and mm. then shot. There's a lot of there's a lot of loss, parental loss. There's a lot of loss on this show, yeah. and it's just dropped like particularly Toomey's. When I feel like mm. we've heard quite a lot about Benny, Benny. And we've heard quite yeah. a lot about Ryan, and then Toomey just like you know, yeah, drops it like it's no thanks. She yeah. was just like, oh, I, you know, I can I can relate, and then that, and then that's done. It's a very emotional boat. It's an incredibly emotional boat. It does make me wonder if there's something in what happens when you lose a parent. Do you feel lost at sea, and so you go and get lost at sea? You know, it's beautiful, Jane. Thank I've got you. chills again. <laughs> is it just cold in here? Yeah. <laughs> it's cold. Do you have a fever, it's more importantly? Freezing cold. <laughs> um, they, they, they go off for a dance and they're like, this place is pumping. And it felt like, honestly, okay, all I can envision is it felt like they were dancing outside of like a, an ice cream parlor. You know how a lot of ice cream parlours around Aotearoa have just like a little deck where you sit out there and they have a sun umbrella and, you know, and you sit out and you enjoy your lovely ice cream. Ice cream parlour. I think I've got one in particular in my mind that looked a little bit like this place. So that's all I could think of because it's like there were no the other people there. 1950s. They weren't in... They weren't in the club, you know what I mean? It was like there was no Is one else COVID around. Things? Is it like... Oh, maybe. Maybe they're... You know, I have no concept of when this was shot. No, it exists outside yeah. time. 
and reality. But mm. that's that's the charm of the below deck cinematic universe. Have we ever <laughs> seen anyone wearing a mask? I mean, occasionally, I think. Aside from like a pirate, pirate makeup. The, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> maybe in the van. Maybe I'm thinking of maths again. But I think sometimes when they get out of the vans, they wearing masks. Oh. Nah. nah. Nah? No, you're thinking of maths. <laughs> no, it's COVID. No COVID on the high seas. Um, Cat wants to be part of the family, so when they return to the boat, he dons a mullet. <laughs> Go and get the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> He's very close to being a David Brent of, um, of, of the high seas. <laughs> He's just so gentle, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, love the captain. But he does just want to be part of the team. He, he probably gets pissed off because, you know, every time they go out for dinner, the captain's always there for dinner and then kind of scoots back to the boat to let the, the young ones have their fun. I reckon he wants to stick around, but it's not part of oh, the yeah. structure of the show. Huge, huge Duncan Grieve energy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been sat back at the boat by the bar waiting for them to yeah. return so he can go yeah. and get Culver's. Without a shirt for like a long period of time. Yeah, that was, was quite a big debut. Eh? Oh, I didn't notice, mm. surprisingly. Did you not? No. Oh, yeah. It was very noticeable. Mm. What going on? <laughs> <laughs> Underneath his clothes. <laughs> what you might call an endless story. I um, really dig the kind of Culver Captain kind of bromance that's forming. Yeah. I really hope that develops. Yeah, that could be a spin off. Uh, Ryan, in the meantime, is busy macking onto Magda. Um, they're in the spa. Yeah. As you predicted, Duncan, it was going to be a very, uh, very spa heavy season. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants some noodles, I think, is what happened. And so he, he went to make her some noodles thinking, this is it. This is my end. Oh, my God. That, that's such <laughs> a cringe so moment when he was like, um, what, watch a movie with me. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and she literally just closes <laughs> yeah. the door on his <laughs> no. face, oh, doesn't even you. respond. <laughs> <laughs> and he just oh. sort of scuttles off in his hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I've got to, got to shoot my shot, but really <laughs> not, not even grazing around with that one. <laughs> Oh gosh! Um, Sad. <laughs> then, then things get then things get a bit meta as Toomey and Jamie go at it about the hot tub situation with Culver whilst in the hot tub. <laughs> That's right. This is a real tense. Scene. I just don't think it's appropriate to be in the hot tub. Where do you guys sit on this? Where do you sit on this? I think Culver is an angel, and I think. He did the right thing. He played it completely fine. Totally agree. And I also think uh, Jamie is doing appropriate bosunry mm. and Toomey is just way out of line and cannot let this thing go. Like, she's so wound tight over, over it. But I actually feel like it was Jamie who kept bringing it back up. Like, she was kind of like, I had no, I talked to Bertini to see if it, to get like a vibe check and she said it was fine. So it's fine. And he's like, but why do you keep talking about it? Like, I feel like he started escalating it. Maybe there's a lot of talking about it going on that's not being captured on camera. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. That's how it works, Alex. I can see you've done some time working on reality TV and it's Uh, really paid off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably should go back (laughs) to school. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was was tense. And, like, the other thing that cracks me up about this is, like, this was about Culver. Culver wasn't even there. They're not even, it's all this drama happening. Culver's like completely unaware of. It's just Wigan. It's just Wigan. It's Wigan with Cap. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but then next morning, Jamie is feeling stink because he was super drunk. And then just a lovely uh, a lovely hug and some Afrikaans love, love you. Yeah. And yeah, and a love note that Timmy wasn't that impressed with. No, I didn't love the love note. Look, I, I think the note was a bit thin. He could have just 
done a couple of lines. Well, well no, no note at all. The the sorry and the hug and the Afrikaans is, I thought, And he did, like, this, like, a heart. Like, yeah. he did yeah. a lot. He did, he did he a lot, did of, a lot. lot of love. Maybe, maybe that's the tension. Mm. Maybe he's uh, got a secret crush. Mm. Mm. He also used to be a cop, remember? Yeah. I love how I should bring that like up. like the things I've seen <laughs> as a cop. How dare you jump over the anchor chain? I've seen men die. <laughs> were, you a, were you a cop working on the seven investigation? <laughs> Winter is a great time to travel around New Zealand. If you're thinking about your next holiday, why not make it a road trip with Go See? Visit us at goseetravel.com today to find the rental vehicle to fit your holiday and get ready to explore. Kia ora. My name's Duncan Grieve. I'm the publisher and founder of the spin-off. And if you're listening to this, you must be enjoying one of our podcasts. They are a huge part of what we do here at the spin-off. We put a lot of time and, and money into them. I'm sitting here in our podcast studio alongside Jane Yee, who's our head of podcast. This will be edited by Tiahe Butler, who is our podcast manager. We have a whole bunch of guests come through here to make the spin-off podcast network what it is. And, you know, Tens of thousands of people listen to it every month. But the the business model behind podcasting is is still being established. It's nominally advertising funded, but we're, we're trying to build that out. So what we really require to run as an organization across podcasting is people to join up as members. That's basically a microcosm of how the spinoff works. We get a little bit of support from advertisers and we really rely on our memberships to keep us going. Now, I've just written something for the site, which basically explains that post-COVID, you know, since, since Omicron arrived and we've learned to sort of live with this virus, we've had our memberships drop away a bit. And we're, we're living in really difficult times. So I understand why some people have had to stop their memberships. But we really do need the support of our members. We, we basically can't survive without them. So my message to you is that if you enjoy the Spinoffs podcast or if you regularly read the site and you can afford to pay, honestly, anything helps. Well, you know, it, it's, uh, whether it's a one-off or ongoing support, it means a huge amount to all of us here at the, the Spinoff. We don't want to have a paywall. We, we've very deliberately said we want the spin-offs content to be free to all. So to make that work, we rely on the support of our members. So if you're listening to this and you love our work and you, you can afford to help us out a bit, please do head to the spinoff.co.nz forward slash members. And uh, if you do that, we'd be forever grateful. So Aisha, um, again, the reason why I'd love to have her as a boss is she doesn't like telling people off. Mm. I feel like that too. The, <laughs> the times when I have had to have tense conversations with people always start with me apologising <laughs> and finishing with me telling them they're doing such a great job and thank you for their input and Compliment I'll try and pick out the slack. Right <laughs> Two <laughs> big thick hunks of bread and barely any spread. No spread. <laughs> no spread. <laughs> Uh, so I think I would like to have her as, as my boss. Mm. I mean, between her and Captain Jason, whose discipline is wear a funny helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pretty chill jobs. <laughs> They're actually lucky. They haven't, I mean, Benny slacks off a bit, but they haven't got anyone who's just really taking the piss. Have they? Or maybe Benny is. I don't know. I feel like Magda takes the piss. Yeah. Well, no, but she's she's not, like, she. she's just a bit bung, but yeah. she's not... not <laughs> Working, you know, she's, just not she's good trying at to learn. Yeah. She's done that thing where she was a fitness and yoga instructor on super yachts previously, and then has gone, I can be a stew. 
that looks fine. That looks easy enough. All they do is carry plates up and make tables look nice. Mm. She wasn't aware of what was going on below deck in the laundry, <laughs> and she's been in for a big shock. Mm. So Aisha puts her on service and puts Tumi into the laundry and cabins so that she can keep an eye on Magda because she's been slacking off and texting Boyfie. Mm. And Hans. <laughs> and uh, is he called Hans? No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a strong feeling that wasn't. <laughs> he is now. Hans, we should suggest that to uh, Zach and Erin, actually. Um, and uh, and what, what happened? I don't know. She doesn't know what a garnish is. Nor what a muddle is. What's I don't know what a muddle is. I'm not. I'm not. Is it the spoony? Th- it's like it the pestle and mortar yeah. type. Yeah. yeah, you use it when you're making your um, mojito. I've never done with your that. Mint. I've had a thought. If I was on the boat and uh, and Asia said to me, "Can you whip up a an espresso martini?" I would be like, "Bit of coffee, bit of." Cream? What do you put it? What's, what's the alcohol? No, it's, 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 gin? It's, <laughs> what is it? I think it's vodka and espresso martini, and uh, and I think there's some sugar syrup as well. I make an espresso martini, but they they should also have it pre-mixed. You can get you can get a perfectly adequate pre-mixed espresso martini. Okay, I. But but making drinks is hard. Like a, Magna Magda only ever having drunk drinks rather than made them. Like should not be making drinks, but especially guests as prickly. As these ones. Let's talk about our guests. <laughs> oh. Karim, uh, he's uh, a top-tier global concierge company founder or something. Oh, no. What does that mean? I, reckon, I think he does sort of basically makes rich people's kind of holidays nice. That's my theory of it. And that's why he, he's the equivalent of in Sandy Seasons, you know, when he's got this, like, she, she's got her mate who... Uh, who she's always trying to no, no he, she, she, there, there was, she had a mate who was a, a, a booker of a booker the, of yeah boats so so it was, it was just going to be scrutinising every detail and uh, I think he's got a bit of that vibe um, uh, though his, his concierging mainly seems to be being creeped out by certain objet d'art <laughs> and having them I got to go fake flowers oh no angels <laughs> no yeah. way well to be fair it was a good opportunity for us to see some of the decor up close that we might not have noticed otherwise I didn't know about some like kind of like Lydro type um, yeah. figurines and angels and elephants and fake fl- Like, where's the consistency here? You've got a wooden elephant. Was it wooden? There was an I elephant in the room. So. Bronze? I thought it was gold. Got gold, <laughs> solid gold well, elephant. I it might have been mirror. <laughs> it's just weird when he's walking around in the world's shortest robe from Monaco <laughs> with like velvet Mike Hosking loafers on being like, this is too tacky. I know. Like, I know. Are you crazy? <laughs> And yeah, everything about him screams like nouveau tech, and, yeah. and he's just got a problem with stuff which is like a literal perfect analog of what he is he himself is wearing. Okay, it's so, so sli- he's slightly self unaware, but at the same time, he's not wrong. The decor is very dated. Well, yeah, but that's the, that is the but, vibe. But you're chartering a super yacht, like. It's I mean, a dated thing to do. Well, who, who was it that, that said basically, yeah, oh, it, was, it was Aisha who said, if you're that bougie, buy your own fucking yacht. Yeah. yeah. Damn straight, Aisha. Well, maybe he was considering it, but he's not buying this one. It's not It's not going to be uh, the new owner of the Thalassa. Um, I don't know if you noticed in the uh, preference sheet meeting, Ryan's slouching. <laughs> he slouches. No. Duncan immediately sat bolt upright. Alex considered it and then went, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it started to hurt when I straightened up, so I'm going back. He slouches like this. Okay, I'm going to give you a visual. 
Okay, so Jeremy. Yeah, he's got a real little kid with like a a seven-year-old boy's posture. (laughs) At the table, it was just the very top of his shoulders and his little head popping up like kids at a dining table (laughs) while he's having the preference sheet meeting. Don't try and change him, James. I'm not trying to change him. I don't want him to change. Otherwise, we lose the season. Yeah. But truly look out for it in the next preference sheet meeting because it's very, very funny. What else happened? The guest the arrived. parcels? Oh, yeah, Magda dropped all the champagne <laughs> straight well, away. Did she? Oh, that was amazing. I, I watched that back a couple of times, and I think Toomey turned around. She was looking at the guests, and she turned around with her tray because they were both holding trays, and I think she took out Magda's tray of drinks. Interesting. Not a good start. No. Not a good start. Uh, guests thought it was fun, entertaining. Uh, and then they got they got their champs in the end. Yeah, all's well that ends well. And I feel like it. that guy just the main guy, the primary said like seventeen times Monaco. I know. <laughs> like when they arrive, he's like, "Uh, oh, arriving empty-handed. It's okay. We're not in Monaco." Yeah. And then he's like, "My robe is from Monaco." It's just like no one asked. Do you think that he has been sponsored by Monaco? Possibly. Monaco Tourism <laughs> Council have uh, sponsored sponsored Karim to do some shilling on their behalf. I, th- I think he's doing voluntary showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crown. Um, the master suite is his, uh, or the primary suite, is the smallest room he's ever been in. Uh, so what about a toilet? No, not being. <laughs> does not go. The smallest that's room why he wears, That's why he wears the robe. <laughs> it's just wherever. The world it's where, is one it's big wherever toilet. you want to go. <laughs> Um, I am with him on the fake flowers. I think if you're in a luxury yacht, come on, they're fresh docked flowers, all the time. They can get fresh flowers. We know they can. They've got some orchids for the table, which is nice. Huge uh, event. The meal and the guests were ready simultaneously. Amazing. So well done, team. <laughs> I do not know how that happened, um, but it wasn't to go without drama because Eunice, while she only eats fish, did not want the fish. She wants no. McDonald's. She probably... Wants a fillet of fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underrated order, by the way. We've said it before. I'll say it till the day I die. Fillet of fish is a perfectly fine burger. And I know that I'm. Isn't a, that its reputation? I think people think of it as like a mum's burger. Now, oh, it's definitely now, a mum burger. I know that I am a middle aged mum. But I've been eating the fillets, it's even when I was a really cool when you're a hot, oh, a hot like young year old. When you were on C4, were you eating fillet fish? I was eating fillet fish. I've Damn. hung out in McDonald's car parks with you more than once, and I feel like you were smashing the fillets. <laughs> Followed by a lovely cigarette. <laughs> that is not an endorsement, Jane. by the way. It is for the fillet. It is, it is for the fillet, though. Mm. It's a different time, Alex. It was a different yeah, time. I can't remember. <laughs> um, okay. Captain singing Whipper. To himself. Wow, yeah. That was fun. That was oh, fun. I miss that. Oh, yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know, whip it real good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Jason. just an odd song to sing to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> a hard one as well. That's yeah, literally the only lyrics I know. It relies on the beat quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bratini stands over the anchor, gets told off. You can literally rip your foot off. I don't want to be picking up your leg. Oh, that's fair, though. I don't want to pick up anyone's leg. No. 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 How so? Well, if you if your shoelace gets caught in it or something, yeah, that's why you wear boat shoes, right? But they've got <gasps> shoelaces. Oh, we're vans. We're those vans that uh, they don't they slip on. Checkered vans. Toe shoes. Crocs. Crocs. Crocs is good. Yeah, not mm. much. To, not, not much to catch on there. Uh, so that's that's the solution. You can stand over the anchor, but only if you're wearing Crocs. <laughs> The guests want to go for a wee snorkel, um, but the 
colour coordination of the goggles and the snorkels is not fit for our primary. <laughs> <laughs> And the um and the flippers flippers L yeah. on that side L on that side and <laughs> she's like yeah they're large <laughs> I'm, I was almost surprised that he didn't get uh, upset that she tried to put him into large flippers and be like I am a medium <laughs> at most Monaco Emperor <laughs> Monaco <laughs> um, but how good does that snorkeling look Yeah but how Comfortable are the fish with the people. Yeah, I think they're used to it. Big old fish. The big fish, they they were like getting up, you know, jumping out of the water. They're having a nibble while I tell you. Stay away, sir. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I think uh, the idea is that they're friendly fish. Mm. You know, they're more like the 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 Dorys and your Nemos. Mm. Um, I don't trust a fish. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but you'll eat a fish. Would you eat the yeah. the, the fishy fish that I would that smelled yeah. of fish? Yeah, <laughs> stinky. Benny <laughs> 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 uh, oh, gets in the dungeon of doom, and he does it. Yeah, he and then he's really stoked with himself. He flaked he, the anchor. Amazing. He fist pumped, double fist pump. What do you call that? That's not a fist pump. What's it? What's that? When you kind of you, you yes, yes. This. I what is a, that? I think it's a double fist pump. Is it? Is that a fist pump? This Jacob. is, again, wonderful audio. Jack is from Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's quite close to the Leighton Hewitt come on, but, I mean, oh. it's without the... It, I thought, but I it's, thought that was a fist pump when you, like, pump your fist I, in the air. I agree, that is a fist pump. That's a class. Okay. It's, a, it's a fist pump a, variation. This is a fist pump a retraction. It is a come on. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a breakfast club fist pump. Yeah. And, and that's, a, that's a... It's, yeah. It's almost like a... Humping. Humber, humber. <laughs> is, it, is this a story? <laughs> what is humber, the name humber. for that? Yeah, I did say Hubba Hubba. I haven't heard wow, that for a while. That, you don't hear that you much these days. That. How many Bring of you are <laughs> sitting on the bus doing the Hubba Hubba right now? <laughs> At least one, I hope. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so glad we're in a flop era as a podcast. <laughs> There's, like, no one listening and we're just going on Pulling and on. Into the void. <laughs> Oh dear. The guests are having a Casino Royale themed dinner. <laughs> Toomey's wheeled out to do the table because she's the only one who can do a good job. Four out of the, the how many guests there are, what, six? Eight? Don't want raw fish. <laughs> I know, and then Chefy's solution is don't tell them. Yeah, it's raw. I've told you what we do is don't tell them what they're eating. <laughs> even when the they're answer. eating it. <laughs> I feel like he should get a book deal about just like with all his crazy theories yeah. of how to please guests by just being a total obnoxious prick to them. So his idea is they might try it and like it. You know, give know them the opportunity is. to try it and like it, which sounds Fine in theory. It's the kind of thing you say to your child. Mm. Um, But how often has serving up a child a meal that they don't know what it is and they don't want it, how often is that successful? In my experience, it's never, literally literally never even once. Negative. Negative. Yeah, Yeah, negatory. Uh, What he could do is like a dining in the dark, you know, because people love paying lots of money for that, where you go into the pitch black and eat a meal. Have you heard about that? No. No. Sounds like a real pod. Yeah, you know about that. Jacob, do you know about that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Is this another one of your made up stories? Is this what what Joe does? Fantastic film. um, (laughs) Get the power bill down. They do it in About Time. Fantastic film. You know that film? No. Oh my God. Is another made up one? (laughs) No, the one with Rachel McAdams and Bill Nye, and she travels. Anyway. 
They do a dining in the dark experience and you turn off all the lights and you eat like a delicious meal but you don't know what you're eating. He could do that every time and just serve them raw fish. Just because it's in a movie doesn't mean the whole world's doing it, I think you see it. I think you do see it. You hear about it. Vibes like the kind of thing that happens. Someone out there is (laughs) doing the hubba hubba (laughs) for for dining in the dark right now. I'll tell you that. Uh, anyway, Eunice is one of the, the, the Eunice who only eats fish is one of the guests who doesn't want to eat the fish. Um, <laughs> she would like some scrambled eggs, please. And uh, Jeffy does not like that. No, no. But we've was seen his scrambled eggs. Disgusting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a, she doesn't a, know what she's ordering, <laughs> yeah. right? They're not adequate for breakfast. They are <laughs> certainly not okay for dinner. <laughs> but he was really good with the guests at the table, just being like, "Sure, yeah, I can do that." Said, "Okay, great, well done, yeah, no problem." Well and then done. Well done. I literally have never heard that order. It was so cool. <laughs> it's the biggest were, flex. They're implying that his fish earlier in the day wasn't cooked through properly. The baramundi. So, <laughs> Brittini, Paramount, no, this is <laughs> Close. Yeah. They, uh, so he, he goes down and to get revenge, he decides he's going to cook the fish, a thousand pieces of fish, I might add, yeah. uh, with a tiny blowtorch. <laughs> like a cigarette lighter. It's just real, real buzzy, buzzy technique. He says hey. it'll fall apart if he puts it in the, in the oven. It'll fall apart if he puts it in the pan. I'm like, up your skills, bro. Mm. People have been cooking fishes, fishes, <laughs> ovens, and pans for years. It's so funny. Just it looked like hours. He was sitting yeah. there with this tiny flame, <laughs> and like this, this like he's filleted them so thin as well. Uh, just make it a, a fish steak and fillet bang it. them. I don't know. Fillet. Fi- I'm just hungry now. <laughs> to be honest. Starving. That's it. That's how. That's where we end. That's how, well, that's Ryan, how I mean, he's until next week. He's probably still sitting there. Yeah. And the little... Eunice, Eunice is wasting away. <laughs> <laughs> Eunice is honestly just. Eunice just wants some eggs, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, Ryan's just just blowtorching fish till till the end of his days. Eunice is hungry, um, and we're hungry for more. Yeah. Mm. Next week looked like it had sort of. Medium drama. Yeah, it looks like a close call crash, but I've been I've been fooled by these teasers before. What we do know is that uh, Jamie is going to wear an enormous gold chain. Yeah, and I can't wait for that. That is very exciting. So we'll catch you next week. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Jacob. It was lovely having you on board. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Duncan. Thank you, Cornies, and we will see this you next week. This was real pot down under, oh, wasn't it? I, I had it. I had it. I had the clothes on the podcast all sewn up beautifully and you <laughs> fucked it at the last second. Thanks very much, Duncan. F-boy. <laughs> the worst kind of F-boy. <laughs> Goodbye. From the Spin-Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod. It was hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and most of the time, Duncan Grieve. Tiahe Butler made it all sound good and Rachel LaRue got us out to the world. New from the spin-off's business editor Chris Schultz, together with Kiwi Bank, comes Stock Take, a weekly newsletter about the people behind the businesses driving Aotearoa, along with stories about how forces affecting the economy will impact the lives of New Zealanders. Sign up to Stock Take now at thespinoff.co.nz forward slash newsletters. Kia ora e te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.